You're listening to the Just Means Less with your host, Micah. We're trying something. Nick and I have yet to say a single word in. This is a legitimate Nick. How are you doing? Uh, I'm a little stressed right now because I'm I'm watching this skate weight game for baseball. Um, it's three to two in the eighth. Tommy Tanks just broke the. ACC three, three to two who three, three, three to two wake three to two wake it's three to two wake okay. so Tommy just made it a run one run one run ball game uh, I'm about to pull it up on my laptop right now but um, I'm good though it's getting very very hot um, here in North Carolina I'm actually headed to Raleigh tomorrow to catch the last two games of the series. Uh, for Wake and NC State. So it's going to be so hot. It, it will be like 95 degrees and I'm going to die there. Um, but other than that, I mean, I'm good. I saw a lot of the Wake Forest baseball team. I think you, people who listen and follow us on Twitter saw that I talked to a lot of them before they left today. Um, they're excited. They're excited for this series. I think this was a very much anticipated series for Wake Forest and NC State, uh, especially since it's the last series of the year. Uh, both teams are pretty much identical. Both teams hit a lot of home runs. Both teams have quality starting of pitching. Uh, both teams kind of struggle in the relief pitching, but they're excited. Uh, I'm excited to go out. I haven't been to the Doke since uh, the last series of last year when we played Florida State. So I'm very excited. Can't wait to get out there. I will be doing a lot of social media stuff on FQ Wolfpack, if you don't follow that, and FQ ACC. Um, but that's about it for me. Graduation happened, so it was our busiest week of the year, basically, at the deli. So I'm tired, but I'm finally going to take some time off and do some personal things. But, Micah, how are you? How's it going? I'm good. I'm having a quarter-life crisis. My birthday's in six days, and I'm starting to wonder what I'm doing with my life, so that's always golden. I'm with you. I'm with you. But other than that, I mean, not too bad. Um, I will say, obviously, we'll be talking more football on this pod this week, but um, I'm sorry, Nick, but I'm pulling for the Deeks. I think I sent you that text yesterday. They're they're that last team out right now, bubble team-wise, and a lot of bracketology. Some are in, some are right on the edge, so Wake needs this series. I know NC State, you know, yada, yada, yada. NC State's clinched a spot. Wake has not. Is Wake clinched yet, Nick, for the HD tournament? I saw a graphic. There were five spots left. And honestly, what's happening, Wake will make it, okay? Because Duke Duke needs a miracle to get in. Uh, Clemson's record is not good either. I mean, they, they will make the ACC for sure. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind because there were four spots left. Uh, but as for the regionals, it it's going to be – I don't know, man. It, it, again, I mean, I know we all sound like a broken record. This conference is so good that a great Wake team like that might be left out, and I hope they don't. They've worked really hard to get back into this spot from 
the 2017 season where they made super regionals, but I, I, I'm going to go with my gut and I'm going to say that they will make it. Uh, if they pull off this win against state, that's huge. Uh, Rhett louder, uh, shout out Rhett. He's pitching a gem right now. He did give up the Homer to Tommy, but also, uh, wit on the other side, on the other bump of the mound, uh, He's been pitching well, too. He gave up the two-run homer in the second, but then uh, gave up a run in the third. So we'll see what happens, man. This is going to be a very tight series. Um, it it could make NC State not host a regional, which is kind of likely it's not going to happen. And it could bump Wake out of regionals completely. So, Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's going to be crazy. Uh, shout out to Virginia winning their series over Clemson. Somehow Clemson moved up in some people's bracketology because they won one of the games, which I guess that's credit to them because they don't really they haven't been doing so hot in the ACC. But they really should have won two of three to be honest. But Virginia found a way to get it done. But that's enough baseball because baseball will have a lot to talk about next week, previewing the ACC baseball tournament. A lot has happened, Nick, since we last talked football two weeks ago. A lot has happened. I mean, Jordan Addison today just committed to USC, so may the NLI win. There's NIL, NLI, NIL. Yeah, okay. I signed it, so that's why I always mix them up. You know what I mean. Name, image, and likeness battle, NIL, with Jimbo Fisher, former ACC guy, Nick Saban. Uh, loved Lane Kiffin getting in. Lane Kiffin, like, Lane Kiffin's my hero. Like, I hope to God that Lane Kiffin does not go to Alabama when Saban leaves, because that'll be so hard to hate Bama, because Lane Kiffin's a goat. But, anyways, that's been hectic. Uh, the college football committee basically just said, yeah, we used to really care about, you know, having divisions and how conference championships games had to get done. Now we don't give a shit. Do whatever you want. So the Pac-12, we'll still have the Pac-12 North and the Pac-12 South this year for standings, or at least for scheduling. But they won't actually have it for championship. It's one versus two. The ACC is the first one to talk about changing their scheduling format in general, which is what our topic of conversation is going to be. Nick and I were tasked, or I tasked Nick and myself included, to make up the pods. So the way the ACC wants to do it is a little bit different than the pods of like the SEC, where there's four, four, like four pods of four. The ACC only having 14 teams, it's kind of hard to do that. So the ACC talked about a scheduling format of three yearly rivals. So you play them every single season, and then you have a five and five. So one year you play this five, the next year you play that five, and then it flips. So that next year you would have those five home and away switched, home and away switched. So you would still see every team every other year in the ACC, which is how it should be, to be honest. But also, too, it allows you then to host that team one in every four years. And obviously, the four-year model of college football is slowly but surely dying. But it does allow the student-athletes that do stick around for four years the opportunity to play on every site in the conference. So I love this idea, Nick. So before we get into our previewing of it, what do you think of that scheduling model for the ACC with the three permanent opponents and then the five and five year in year? Honestly, dude, I love it. Um, no, I, I don't think there's a conference that suffers more without this type of model than the ACC. And it has to basically do with the big four in North Carolina, how they do not um, play each other 
all the time and it's once every seven years. So I think of all the conferences that suffer, it, the ACC suffers from the lack of this the most. So I like it. Um, I will, if I'm the, if I'm doing this whole model and everything, uh, I pro I will give you a sneak peek. I will miss playing Clemson every year, but every Ooh. other year for every team in the conference and you have three permanent opponents, I think it's just brilliant. I think it, it, if it works out, it works out and we can get, uh, you don't have to worry about out of conference games being, um, shrunk, shrunken, shrinking down. However you say that word shrunk down, uh, because there are a lot of models out there where to see, to play more conference opponents, you have to take an out of conference game out, which I'm not really a fan of. So if they can keep it in, which it looks like this model can, I love it. So I'm a fan of it. I think teams need to be playing each other more in their conference. Absolutely. I agree. Um, I know it's not ACC related, but I, I saw this stat on Twitter. I believe I also heard it in a podcast, Nick. What if I told you, you know, Texas A&M, right? Been in the SEC now for 10 years, right? This is their 10th year in the SEC. What if I told you in the 10 years that Texas A&M has been in the SEC, they have not played in Athens, Georgia. Oh, by the way, they won't play in Athens, Georgia for another two years based on their current scheduling model. So for 12 years of SEC play, the Texas A&M Aggies have not gotten to host the Georgia Bulldogs. Well, they're at the same conference. So that is insanity to me. Um, so I am glad the ACC was the first. This idea would work. And so with that being said, Nick, I think we should jump right into it. I think we might be able to have some fun debate on who we have as permanent opponents for each team. But I will allow Nick to A, what we're going to do is we're going to go team by team. We're going to alternate teams. So like you can pick which team you want to go to. But I'm going to allow you to pick the format. Do you want to go alphabetical order first and just go through it that way in terms of, like, you go through the three for Boston College, the three for Clemson, so on and so forth? Or do you want to pick, for example, obviously you're an NC State guy. I'm a Virginia guy. Do we want to pick our team? So, like, you pick NC State to break down your three first. I do my Virginia three after that. Then you pick a team. You break down your three four. So on, so forth. I'll leave it up to you, Nick, on who you want to go first, and you just start by saying who goes first and who those three opponents would be. All right. So you want to do alphabetical order? That's up to you. I'm letting you pick. You get to pick All today, right, Nick. Let's do alphabetical order. We might as well. Okay. Let's like do it. it. All right. So uh, you want me to go first? Sure. Boston right. College. Who you got? Okay. Let's see. Now, wait, 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 wait. If this does happen, are we including Notre Dame in this conversation? No. no. This is the current 14, because it's based off of for next year. Notre Dame is not – because contract, you're scheduled to play Notre Dame, you know, every whatever years. They're not in this, because, again, if that's the case, then we got to add a 16. I, Notre Dame's not coming unless we have another team to make it 16, in my opinion. So, Or you're relegating a team, unless it's not play that what if. Let's purely play if the ACC releases their schedule for next season – who should it be or how it should be set up for the permanent three. Okay. Actually, I kind of want to hear yours first. I'm interested in yours. Okay. So <laughs> Boston College one, I kind of want to skip it because I think it's kind of boring. My Boston College one is Cuse, Pitt, and Louisville. Okay. The reason, the reason for Cuse is pretty straightforward. 
The reason for Pitt is kind of, to be honest, it was hard trying to find Pitt a third team. And the reason for Louisville was the exact same. I could not find a... Like, there was a matchup, and we'll get to it later, that I liked better to give Louisville something. So I was like, I got to give Louisville Boston College too because it was just playing out to where, if not, I was going to have like Boston College and Clemson. And I just didn't like that one as much as some of the other ones I have. I think my Clemson one, Nick, Nick is going to throw you for a loop. Because I think it's the I, – I love my Clemson one. And it's probably only going to be one of the three will be accurate. But I this is my – again, this is all our matter of preference, listeners. This is not what we genuinely think will happen. To a point it is. But at the same time it is – at least I did mine in the way of I think this is how it should be. Not necessarily this is – 100%. Like, this is not how the politics game is going to get played. So, anyways, said you said you agreed to those three? Yeah. I mean, I, I have no argument against that. I think it's probably best that we did that first because we are we both agree on it. Uh, it just makes sense. You know, Boston College, Syracuse, Pitt. In the ACC, I actually get up for those matchups because, A, they probably fight for recruits. There are historic rivalries there in the old Big East. Uh, it just makes sense to me to have more of the Northern schools play each other. Uh, yeah. And again, they were in the old big East, so it makes that a lot more fun to be honest with you, because I love the rivalries. That's what the ACC is lacking is that there aren't enough rivalry games going on throughout the year because of the system we have. So I think with these four playing each other every year, you get up for four games right there, which is more than you can say for any other team in the ACC. So I like these four right here. Boston College, Syracuse, Pitt, Louisville. Well, Nick, I just want to make sure that you do understand that not all these – I mean, obviously, not all, not all four of these teams will be playing each other. Like, for example, I do not have Louisville playing Pitt every year. Because, again, this is purely their three protected rivals. So, for Boston College, it's those three teams. Pitt is not protected with Louisville. So, you have Syracuse and Louisville. No, this, Nick, this is, remember, this is a, the system, this is not a pod. It's a three, you have three teams that you play every single year. But you're not going to, that those three teams are not also going to play those same three teams because that wouldn't be mathematically possible. Oh, Okay, I got you. I got, I'm sorry. I got distracted by the game for a second. Uh, <laughs> they lost, by the way. Uh, State's relief pitching just gave up six runs in the top of the ninth. So oh. th- that's cool. That's cool. Um, okay, now I get what you're saying. I was looking at my uh, chart wrong, too. So I'm still in agreement with you. I will still say Boston College will play Syracuse, Pitt, Louisville. I like it. Okay. Yeah, I just want to make sure because again, we're we're not doing the SEC pod because we don't have sixteen teams. Right, now we right, want right. we can do that hypothetical next football pod. I'm so down where we we each add a team. Maybe we should probably do like a poll for the fans to agree who those two teams are, so that way our thing's not so wonky. Because I know I'm not going to pick Maryland, but you're going to suck off Maryland. So you know we'll we'll have to throw them. Or you'll pull. Or you'll grab West Virginia, and I'll throw up in my mouth. So um, you know one or the other, but. Those are my three. Since we agreed, I'm also going to do Clemson, Nick, because I already know we don't disagree on we disagree on one team. So I'm just going to go ahead and say Clemson's here too. I've got for Clemson, NC State, so the Textile Bowl, 
Florida State, and Syracuse. Give me the Friday night Terror Dome contest every other year. Please and thank you. So those are my three for Clemson. Uh, okay, okay. Because I'm kind of stuck in between two, but I'm going to have mm. – Okay, so I will do – Okay, I got it. I will do Flor- – for Clemson, I'll do Florida State. I'll do NC State, just like you said, the textile bowl. And I will also do Georgia Tech. I like the Georgia Tech one. But there is a reason why I picked Georgia. I did not put Georgia Tech there. And we'll get to that one later. I, so I can't wait to hear it. Unless you want me just to explain now, I can. That's up to you. Uh, let let's wait. Let's wait. Let's wait. Okay. Let's wait. All right. So that, with that being said, we've got Clemson down. So we've all agreed. The difference is Georgia Tech for you. I have Cuse. Um, moving on to Duke. Nick, who are Duke's three opponents? In your opinion, who should they be? Wake State, Carolina. Yep, that's exactly what I have. Um, I thought about getting a little crafty and putting like a Duke and Georgia Tech vibe or Duke, Virginia, but you, it just made way too much sense. Um, the idea that the triangle teams especially do not play each other every single year is BS to me. And then Duke and Wake Forest is a rivalry for those two schools. So that one just had to stay in my opinion. Um, so there was really no way of getting around that. So um, that is why I have what I have. So we agreed there. Florida state could get interesting then Nick, if you had Georgia and I'm curious who else you had for Florida state for Florida state. I've got Miami Clemson and Georgia tech is my three. Yeah, I have that's my three too. Okay. Awesome. That's a good thing. That means that yeah. maybe there is, you know, common opinion to this and it wouldn't be as bonkers as people think. So I do like that indeed. Now is where it gets interesting because we're moving on to Georgia Tech. I mentioned that I had Georgia Tech not with Clemson. And the reason why is I have Georgia Tech with Florida State, as I already mentioned. I have them with Miami, which for Miami purposes, I think that just the idea of the two biggest southern cities in this conference head-to-head every year is kind of neat. It's been a fun little matchup every single season. It was hard, in my opinion, to really find a third team for Miami that was clearly a rival. And then on the last team, I have Wake Forest. I don't know why, Nick, but I just feel like the idea of Wake Forest and Georgia Tech every year meeting, like... I know it's not the two smartest schools in the conference. It's not. But I don't know why I just think that Wake Forest and Georgia Tech are basically one's the tech school and one's the business school, and that's about the difference. Like, I don't know why. I I genuinely don't. Maybe it's the gold. Maybe that's what it is. But the idea of Wake Forest, the idea of Wake Forest and Georgia, like, I think that that could be a very fun rivalry. Think about it. Atlanta to Winston is what? Four hours, right, Nick? Right, four hours? Uh, five, about five. Five? Okay, so about five. But if you think about it, you I, I mean, we, I'm not going to spoil the rest of the Wake Forest opponents, but it's kind of been made clear that it's Duke and probably a team from North Carolina as well, but maybe it's not. Do, 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 do. But, you know, I just think that Wake Forest, unfortunately, gets the, the, the crap into the stick where 
UNC is not going to view them in their top three. NC State's not going to view them in their top three. And I think that at the end of the day, like, uh, again, maybe they view Wake Forest as more of a rival currently over Duke. That is very possible. But Duke is, is what, 45 minutes, 30 minutes away from NC State? You know, it's an hour and a half to two hours, depending on traffic, to get from Raleigh to Winston-Salem. I mean, I just think that it just makes more regional sense. And I think that, again, like, I also think a school like Wake Forest could really benefit from being in Atlanta and exposed to Atlanta recruits every other season. I really do. I mean, think about all the really good three-star kids from Georgia that could go watch Wake play at Bobby Dodd every other year. And Coach Clawson get his hands on those types of kids. I, I don't know. I maybe This one was more of just a fun pairing. And also, again, when you get down to the bottom, it's harder to find that, that final team. But who do you have for Georgia Tech? Uh, I have Clemson, Florida State, and Miami. Okay. So we basically agreed, but again, the Clemson was the was the switcheroo there. So yeah. I like it. Georgia Tech just makes sense, but that rivalry, rivalry air quote, has just become the week one bore fest. And it, you're right. And like that's why I'm like spice up. Plus, you know, I'm not trying to because Wake Forest is not a easy program currently. That is that is a factual statement, but. We got to give Georgia Tech a break, right? Like, we can't give them three major college football brands as their three opponents. Oh, by the way, you're going to play your Georgia every year out of conference. Like, holy hell. Like, they already have the shit under the stick. I mean, no offense to Wake, but brand recognition and history. If Dave Pelosi never leaves Wake, who knows if that program stays alive <laughs> the way it has been. So... I think that's kind of the uh, my way of sending a sort of olive branch to Clemson or Clemson, excuse me, to Tech. Because if not, when you've got the brands of Florida State, Miami, and Clemson every year, my God, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to counter to counteract your Wake Forest and Georgia Tech one about the recruits, I think you you make a good point. I think that is a fair point, but I think Wake. They need to win the state of North Carolina before they can focus on Georgia. That's all I'm going to say on that. But um, as for me, that one just kind of made sense. I know the Georgia Tech-Clemson rivalry has gone down a lot within the last six or seven years. Um, I honestly can't tell you what year – when was the last year Georgia Tech beat Clemson. I want to say it was 2013, 2012, something like that. Um, or maybe more recent, I could be wrong. But with Georgia Tech, I, I have to believe one day they're going to get back to where they once were. And think about it. If that division, or I guess not division, but that those teams playing all each other, imagine if they were all just like at the top of the conference, those brands, Miami, Florida State, Clemson, Georgia Tech. I mean – the ACC would be thriving. What's pulling them down right now is, well, three out of the four teams have not been doing well. Uh, this is just kind of me in hopes of these four teams will one day be at the top of the college football world, always consistently in the top 25, 
always fighting for the ACC championship, and everyone will have their eyes set on that division. I like it. That's uh, definitely something to note, but again, that's just that's bonkers for them. But we move on to Louisville. Louisville is probably the toughest one, in my opinion, Nick, to pick because they really don't have a regional anything. Like, yeah, UVA and Virginia Tech aren't too far away, but, like, those guys are more focused on the Carolinas than they are Kentucky. So this one was tough. I did keep UVA and Louisville as a rivalry. I, I, I Honestly, Virginia fans have kind of adapted the rivalry of Louisville especially on more on the basketball side, but it does carry over into football season as well. So I think it needs to stay. Louisville, Boston College, like we already talked about. But, Nick, you ready for my third and final one? Go for it. Give me Wakey Leaks every single season. Wake Forest and Louisville are, is a rivalry. Think about it, Nick. When we talk about Wake Forest and Louisville football, what do we talk about? Incredible games. Every single season. I don't know if the two fan bases truly view them as rivals, but they every time they meet, there is a decent amount of black and gold in Kentucky, and there is a decent amount of red and black in Winston-Salem, wherever that game is located. And it is always an incredible game. And it's kind of chippy. Like, I'm, I especially think that Coach Cross, and I know the coaching staff is long gone of what happened during Wakey Leaks, but... Coach Clawson has not forgotten. He has definitely not forgotten that. And I haven't forgotten that being at that game and watching Wake Forest come out with an incredible onside kick play that Louisville somehow was prepared for when they were down. They expected an onside kick while losing. Because, you know, they knew what was coming from the old Wakey leaks. So, I like Wake Forest and Louisville as a rivalry every single season and kind of a rele- relegation again to Wake Forest. I think some of the teams in the state of North Carolina are more concerned with other teams than they are Wake Forest. And to be honest, Nick, that's actually a compliment to Wake, if you ask me. Because that's like NC State and UNC saying, what's the good in playing Wake? If we beat them, they're just going to say that it's, it's Wake Forest. It's little old Wake Forest. Where if they lose to Wake Forest, it's like, wow, you lost to Wake Forest. I mean, think about it. We've seen it over the last few years in college football. Oh, Wake Forest, that's not a bad, that's a, that's a bad loss. They're 9-0 and and ranked 12 in the country. Ah, not a good loss, though. What? So, that's just kind of my thought process on that. So, you have Wake. And who were the other two teams again? Wake, Virginia, and Boston College is the permanent three for them. Gotcha. This is tough, man. So... Yeah, you're right. Louisville is probably the toughest one to do this for. So I'm going to go with Virginia, Virginia Tech, and I'll go Pitt. I like that. Um, They're all regional. They're all very close. Louisville and Pitt have some rivalries uh, back in the day. Um, I think – I love your Wake one, but I, I just a spoiler alert, I have all the Carolina teams playing each other, so sorry. Um, but, yeah, I God, that's a hard that, – that, that is a hard one, man, because Louisville, 
I love them in the ACC. I think they thrive very well. I think they do help the conference a lot. And ever since they did join, they just, you know, came out spitting fire uh, with the Lamar Jackson Heisman campaign and everything like that. Um, but I'm getting sidetracked here. They are a tough team to place. And I'm trying not to repeat teams of where everyone should go, but I'll do Virginia Tech, Virginia, and Pitt. I like it. All right. Well, moving on to Miami. For Miami, I've got Florida State, Georgia Tech, and Virginia Tech. Miami and Virginia Tech hate each other. That's an old – we're going back to the old Big East days, so – I got to ride with Miami and Virginia Tech as my third and final for the for the Canes there. And you got to keep the Florida State one. And I think, again, just Miami-Georgia Tech is just a really good one as well. Yeah, so for Miami, I have, I have Florida State, Georgia Tech, and I also have Clemson. So – Again, it's with those brands. I, I think hopefully I again I'm repeating myself, but one day these teams all can be on the same level playing field in the top twenty-five. Uh, and the conference would just thrive with those uh teams ball playing each other. All right. We move on to Nick's favorite team, the North Carolina I mean sorry, wrong team. Nick's least favorite team, the North Carolina Tar Heels. And I don't know, he might be low-key a Tar Heels fan. I'm not sure yet. No. But, but for the three that I have, I have NC State, I have Duke, and I have Virginia. And some people will say, well, Duke, or UNC and Virginia really aren't that big of rivals. Yes, they are. Yeah, and, they North are. Car- and North Carolina is going to want to have a team from the Commonwealth that they play every single season. And when it comes down to whether you pick Virginia Tech or you pick Virginia, you're going to pick Virginia just because it's the South's oldest rivalry. Obviously, it's not as hatred of a rivalry as, as some. It's not even the team's biggest rival. But both teams put a precedent on that game. And it really is an important game. And again, think about the old heads that get to make these decisions in the conferences. You cannot tell me that the old heads of UNC and Virginia aren't going to go, well, what about our game that's played a hundred and you know eight years in a row or whatever the number is now? So I just think that that's, that's, that's what breaks up UNC for Virginia instead of Wake Forest. Like, as much as I want UNC and Wake every single season, I just don't think it's going to happen. And also, Nick, I think UNC and Wake Forest will be content with playing each other two every two times every four years. I feel like they're not going to see each other ever like it's, like it's been in the recent years where they have to schedule non-conference games to see each other every once in a while. Like they can actually still see each other two out of four years. So that is why I went with those three again, NC State, Duke, and Virginia for UNC. I really like that. I do. Um that that's very good because I do genuinely love the UNC Virginia rivalry is the South's oldest rivalry. But when you think about it and my, mine is going to be different than yours, Micah, but when you think about UNC and Virginia, you're right. They're not the highlighted rivalry in the ACC, right? But they got a name for it and they do hate each other. When you go to the SEC and you go to the, uh, the Deep South's uh, biggest rivalry, however you say it, it's Georgia and Auburn. 
are those two teams thinking about each other like 24-7? No. Georgia's probably thinking about Florida or Tennessee or, hell, even Georgia Tech. Is Alabama, or is Auburn thinking about Georgia a whole lot? No, they're probably thinking about Alabama. But they do hate each other when it comes down to it. So they both of those rivalries are very similar in that kind of aspect. Uh, but for Carolina, I mean, I got the Carolina schools. Wake State, Duke. I mean, there should be no reason why these teams don't play each other every single year. I think they should. Um, but if this were to happen, that does you you point it out. That does mean that UNC and Wake will play once every couple of years instead of once every seven. And like what we saw earlier this season in both of their schedules, they scheduled each other as a non-conference game because they truly do want to play each other. Like Dave Clawson is like, hey, we want to play like Carolina. Can we do this like an out-of-conference game or something? Like this is a rivalry. We do fight for recruits. We are not that far away. Why aren't we playing each other more often instead of once every six or seven years? So I like it. I like the old Tobacco Road rivalry. Uh, So that's uh, mine three for UNC. All right. I mean, again – you can't go wrong with, with either one of ours. I like yours. Again, if you live in North Carolina, that is – that is. I mean, again, it, it makes sense. But, unfortunately, I just think that Wake Forest, at the end of the day, will get the crap into the stick because I really don't know if any team in the state of North Carolina is like, – I think NC State fans are more worried about Clemson than they are Wake. Like, on a, on a regular basis, like – when NC State beats Wake, it's always what we were supposed to do. When NC State beats Clemson, everyone creams themselves. So I think there's just a little bit extra precedence for these teams, which leads us obviously to NC State, and NC State mine being UNC, Duke, and Clemson. Yours, of course, will be the three Carolina schools, so we really don't have to go into detail with that. Moving on to Pitt. Pitt was a tough one to place. My thing with Pitt was I thought it was pretty clear that for Pitt, it's got to be Virginia Tech, Cuse, and Boston College, the two northern schools. And then, obviously, on the flip side, Virginia Tech and Pitt has kind of become a fun little rivalry. And if you think about it, Virginia Tech and West Virginia are rivals. West Virginia and Pitt are rivals. Can we just make it a three-way series that plays every single season? Or West Virginia? (laughs) That's the only reason why, Nick. I can't believe I'm going to say this to you. It's the only reason why I'm okay with West Virginia joining the conference is if we can have that be a scheduled part of it. Because I would love to see those three schools. It needs to happen. We need to see those three schools more often. I'm so glad. I'm so excited that this year in college football, we get those three teams all playing each other with Virginia Tech and Pitt, Pitt and and West Virginia, West Virginia and Virginia Tech. It's going to be amazing. And for those of you that don't know, I grew up, again, 30 minutes from Virginia Tech. I can get to Morgantown and Pittsburgh in about four, four hours. It's not that far. So it's, it's a fairly regional rivalry. And again, a lot of Virginia Tech fans live in the middle of West Virginia. And so if you live in the middle of West Virginia, you can get the pit pretty quickly. So it's a real, real great rivalry that I think needs to stay. And having gone to a couple of those Pitt and uh, Virginia Tech games in years past, those fans hate each other. They treat, like, I think, I think Pitt fans get treated worse by Virginia Tech fans than Virginia fans do, and I think vice versa. I think Pitt fans treat Virginia Tech fans worse than anyone else in the conference. The only other teams, again, would probably be a West Virginia that they treat worse. But, again, that's not an ACC team at this time, but if Nick gets his uh, dream, then that will happen soon. 
will. I'm telling you, dude. It ma- it just makes sense. It just does. You can't really explain it. It just does. Remember, it also just means less, though. What? But also, it just means less. Remember that. Yeah, it's that's true because we never get what we want in this conference. Uh so for Pitt, I'm actually going to agree with you. I like it a lot. I like the wait. You wait. Hold on. Before I agree with you, I got your two teams mixed up. So for Pitt, you said uh, Virginia Tech, Syracuse, and Louisville. No, Boston College. Boston College. Okay, so I'm disagreeing with you. I'm going uh, Virginia, Virginia Tech. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm going Syracuse, Virginia Tech, and Louisville. That's those are my three for Pitt: Virginia Tech, Louisville, and Syracuse. Uh, same thing. Big East rivalries. Also, uh, you, you. I mean, you said everything I was going to say with the Virginia Tech rivalry. I mean, people don't know this, but you're right. It was a big time, like, I don't know, on the field as much, but off the field, you're right. Those fans hate each other so much. So I would love to see what the Virginia Tech and Pitt rivalry could be like if they just play each other more and more and more, which they do. But if, you know, if it's like highlighted, that would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I one of my favorite, one of my favorite memes of all time, it's the only meme that I like. That it, that makes Virginia Tech look good. Was I was and I was at this game, is when Pitt lost to Virginia Tech twenty eight to nothing in a rainy game the week before Virginia and Virginia Tech, and Vir- and Pitt's player is like scraping up with his cleat the O in Hokies in the end zone. Like he's like he's doing it to all, like the whole lettering, but the meme itself is him like like ripping up the O in the end zone or whatever. And of course, it's funny because they scored zero points in that game, so it's like foreshadowing while he's like you know scraping at the o but you know that is a, a low key again and pat narduzzi now fuente's gone but i still think that won't matter i mean pat narduzzi has not shied away from disliking virginia tech either so i think it just would be a fun rivalry altogether we've kind of talked cues so there's really no point in continuing nick because we have covered everybody so i'm just going to go through my four real quick you can go through your four Cuse, obviously, Boston College, Pitt, Clemson, Wake Forest, Duke, Georgia Tech, Louisville, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Louisville, and UNC, and Virginia Tech, UVA, Pitt, and Miami. Uh, I don't mean to change the subject on football, but if people like hockey, the Tampa Bay Lightning just took the lead on the Florida Panthers with nine-tenths of a second left in the game. So that's insane. But uh, And literally, I'm looking at just surrender Cobras all across the arena, which is even more funny. But anyways, those are obviously the final four. Your final four will be obviously similar to that with some minor changes. But, I mean, Nick, I think the ACC really can't go wrong here on what they're thinking. Do you? No, obviously not. I mean – Well, well, I guess they could go wrong if they decide to be like – yeah, the North Carolina teams will only only like only Duke and State will play each other, and only Wake and like they'll give UNC two out of state teams or something. That's where they could go wrong. But other than that, they can't go wrong. Right? Yeah. I mean, already the the divisions just don't make sense at all. Um, and if you follow my my page on Fifth Quarter Fifth Quarter Wolfpack, Dave, I'll just repeat the tweet that I said. Dave Dorn came out. It basically said we need to realign the conferences 
or the divisions because they really do just don't make sense. Like why aren't these teams playing each other? And why does, why do a lot of team or a lot of players don't see these teams at all while they're at their respective school? It just doesn't make sense. So honestly, the ACC can only go up from here. They can only do better than what we have right now. And, Every other conference, the Pac-12, SEC, Big Ten, Big 12 doesn't do this because they they do play everybody and, and they have enough teams to do that. Although I don't know how they're going to realign it with um, the newcomers coming in and Texas and Oklahoma going out. But we're the only conference that doesn't do it by direction of the compass, north and south, east and west. It would make a lot more sense. I think a lot of fans would be a lot more a lot happier if we just did North and South divisions or something like that, or what we just did. I, I like what we just did probably a little bit better because you're seeing these teams more often. Uh, a freshman going to Virginia tech will have seen every single team they want to see in the conference by the time they're a junior uh, at Virginia tech. So they can only go up from where we are right now. And I do love this idea. that, And um, I like our opinions on who should play who. It only makes more sense. But it does mean less here. So who knows? They might make it even worse. Exactly. Well, Nick, that's all I've got for today. Anything else you want to add um, before we head off here? Not much. Um, again, I'll just repeat. I'll, I'll be in Raleigh tomorrow night. And I'll be there Saturday afternoon. So if you recognize me or see me, I will be tweeting, be tweeting from both accounts, FQ Wolfpack and FQ ACC for this uh, last series between Wake Forest and NC State. Uh, and I'm excited to go back to Raleigh. I haven't been to Raleigh since the State Chapel Hill game uh, during Thanksgiving. So it's been a minute for me uh, going to Raleigh. But other than that, dude, I'll just say this real quick. There are times throughout the day, and I guess it's this time of year, where I'm getting that itch for college football, and I see all these graphics and projections and conference realignments and all these tiers and everything, and it's honestly getting me so excited. And I was so looking forward to this episode of the podcast because we're doing it. We're like realigning the conferences, and it actually might happen within the next five years. So that's all I'm going to add because I'm just very – I love this time of year where people are just doing it and you get this itch for college football. And before you know it, it's fall camp. So anything else you want to add, Micah? No, that is it for me. Cannot wait to talk baseball next week. We'll be previewing the ACC baseball tournament. Big weekend of ACC baseball ahead of us. But as always, it means just a little bit less here in ACC country. And go ACC.